passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof rack, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with the eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts that you need at the prices that you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Pew, 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 pew. Welcome to the Lummy Sports Show with Babyface pre-Super Bowl. Big game. We got to call it the big game. The oh sorry that's right we're not allowed to use it no, no we can we can call it the Super Bowl on on the show we just can't advertise it as such oh uh yes the big game is coming up uh, Brian and I uh, let's go previously previously on the Lemmy Sports Show hey uh, I'm Brian Petroni I pick the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers first the who'd you pick. <laughs> Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs. And, and I'm Lummy, and I picked the Buccaneers, and I thought they were going to play the Buffalo Bills. Welcome to the Lummy Sports Show with the big game here. I am Lummy, your host, and we have Brian the Baby Face. How's it going, Brian? How's it going, man? Was that a little more enthusiastic for you? I mean, your enthusiasm's never off off the mark it's thank just you. your professionalism is lacking oh thank you brian yeah. i appreciate that yeah what you lack for in professionalism you also lack for in talent and but, uh, intelligence yeah but that's okay we love it. that's what makes you you buddy thank you brian i i really do appreciate that that makes me feel so much better it should it should so we've got the super bowl coming up sunday right yeah sunday you know bubba brought up a good point and I want to see your take. I think you're a very newsworthy type of guy. Did you? Did have you? Does it seem like you can't? You don't even really know the Super Bowl is going on Sunday. Well, I think there's less of a um, there's less of a, an importance about it because last year was just so big. When it's here, it's just it's in your face everywhere you turn. You're in your car, you see it. You're out of your car, you see it. You're listening to non-sports talk radio they're talking about it you're watching local news they're talking about it at, at all times you know so i think that's the impact we're seeing is that it was just so much more substantially um broadcast locally here last year whereas now it's a little less and the fact that it's on the west coast it couldn't really be any further from us well but i even feel like espn and and and, and those kind of different uh news sources you're not really here i mean because is it maybe because there's not many sexy players that and the the olympics also going on at the same time probably well no but that distracts from the coverage in non-olympic years there's what are they competing with this time of year typically hockey that's basketball that's it yeah i mean but those are both there right now anyways so You've got, you know, and not that it's a, a it, but I think that's it too. It's it's Stafford and Burrow. Though it's not a as sexy of a matchup. You know? No, maybe in five years when Burrow's kind of. I mean, if he keeps going with uh, the way he's playing, uh, maybe Burrow will be that MVP kind of, uh, you know, up and coming guy. He seems like he has that swagger. Uh, the, you know, the dressing up, getting in front of people, kind of getting that attention from people. Anna thinks he's hot. 
I'm sure other, you know, ladies think he's hot too. Do you think he's hot? Um, no, I think he just looks like a like a corn-fed Midwestern kind of guy. Yeah. Cuz he I I believe he's from Ohio. He actually went to the same college or no, same same high school as our old USF quarterback who was the backup to Matt Grothy. And he beat all his records at his, their school. Who was that? Uh, Grant Gregory. Oh, yeah. I remember Grant Gregory. He's my buddy. And he, uh, Joe Burrow beat all his records in high school. He could have been an NFL quarterback, too, if Josh Freeman hadn't blown his opportunity for him. Oh, is that how it is? <laughs> yeah. Thank, yeah. Yeah. They, they're, they're, uh, their fates were, were intertwined. There's no way that one was going to make it and not the other. That is very true. Very true. Thank you. Yes, he transferred. Did you ruin his life too, Lummy? Whose? Grant Gregory's? No, Grant Gregory, he is just, he's a, he's a weird guy. He's he left Indiana. He strong was, upper body, had a good arm, had a live arm, just couldn't put it all together. And and you're behind Matt Grothy. You're behind. The, well, he was in front of Matt Grothy, actually. Yeah, I know. And then he, <laughs> but the problem was he got hurt uh, for a preseason game or the first game of the year and got put behind him. He he transferred to Indiana. I mean, he was a uh, Indiana like All American or something. He threw touchdown passes to Ted Ginn in the All Star game. Blah blah blah. But who cares about that? Yeah, who cares about that? We have bigger fish to fry. So, I kind of wanted to touch a little bit also on the prop bets for the Super Bowl, which I'm going to get into. We were talking. Uh, I just want to touch a little bit on the baseball situation. I'm very confused, and I'm not sure if anyone else is confused. What is going on with that, Brian? So the lockout. So yeah. So right now it's it's a lockout, and so no players are allowed to be at team facilities. The MLBPA is negotiating a new deal with Major League Baseball ownership. Um, part of that lockout is the the steroid testing, the drug testing agreement has expired. So MLB is now prohibited from uh, requiring any players to take any steroid tests uh, at this moment. So that'll be renewed and, and part of the, the deal that they ultimately reach, uh, which they will ultimately reach a deal. Uh, they're just playing hardball right now. And so they'll, they'll get it all figured out and, and, uh, and there will be an MLB season. So you don't think they're going to miss any games? They can't afford to either side because of, you know, the COVID situation over the last two years. So, no, I think, I think there, will be, uh, there will be acquiescence and they will, they will find common ground here shortly. So if you're an MLB, MLB player right now, are you going to your local doctor and getting steroids as fast as possible if you're, like, maybe in the minors? You, yeah, I mean, I would, I would if I knew they could clear my system. But the problem is what do you – yeah, I mean, you could juice for power right now, but, yeah, is that really going to help you come May, June, July, you know, taking some steroids now? I, I don't I don't know that enough. I clearly have never used them. Well, what are you talking about? <laughs> Can we get a flex from you? Because, I mean, it looks like you're, you know. I'm okay. I'm not in flex mode today. I'll get swole and then come back in here. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, that one time you came in during COVID when you sat in the shower, you looked like you uh, were in pretty good shape there. I was in good shape. I was ready to, to um to play in Major League Baseball at that point, did but then I let the, it go. Did you get off the Dyna ball? Yeah, Is that, that was what happened. A Dyna and test. That's what I was on. Here, let's take this uh, phone call. Four four three. Good afternoon, y'all. How are you? How's it going? Oh, it's our number one caller. Yeah, right. It is. So, Lummy, you texted me to uh, pick some bets for you guys. I got ten of my favorite Super Bowl bets that will make the entire Super Bowl fun even if you don't care about it. Brian, I was asking about the sack one, too, because I think with the sack prop bet that we well, can't can, find. I found prop bets for individual players to get sacks, like Donald's almost minus 200 
uh, to get a sack. I think Von Miller's like yeah. minus 170. Um, the guy from Cincinnati's minus 120. Um, saw a few on there. Well, I'm just thinking because obviously Joe Burrow, the Cincinnati Bengals line, Joe Burrow takes a lot of sacks. Yeah, and that's, I was an, under, that's an understatement. I guess the oh, I, my prediction was the over under on sacks for Burrow was going to be at four and a half. Or oh, I was going to go eight. No, you don't think so? Yeah, I would. If you can, if you can pay the juice at one ninety six for Aaron Donald to get a sack, I think that's just easy money. But there's almost no value in it. Um, but I guess if you would like me to, I can run through my list, and you guys can tell me how stupid I am or how smart I am. Brian, well, trust me, think, I, my, my opinion of your intelligence won't change based upon this list. It can't. It <laughs> so can't. Shoot for it. Uh, shoot for it. Uh, how about you make us all a bunch of money? All right, here we go. So I got Rams minus four and a half, which is an alternate spread at plus 100. I think betting them minus four at minus 110 is there's no point in that because they have to win by five anyways. Tyler Higby to score touchdown is plus 260. Cooper Cup, Tyler Boyd, and Sony Michelle all to score touchdown in a parlay is plus 1760. The first offensive play to be a pass is plus 104. First scoring play being a field goal is plus 128. Red, pink, Gatorade is plus 960. Yellow Gatorade plus 360. The coin toss will be heads. It's minus 104. Um, National Anthem over 95 seconds is minus 130. I'm very confident in that. And then Cooper Cup over 105 and a half yards minus 110. I'm very confident in that as well. So Higby's terrible because he's got a an MCL sprain and is yeah. uh, is looking at at the moment like he may may or may not play. So why is he plus 260 then? I feel like they know something that because I mean that's pretty low odds for a touchdown score. Well, sometimes they leave those guys in there uh, if they're questionable. They want they want to get that action on it. Yeah, they I mean, want to get the lazy guy that's yeah. not going to go back in and can't cash out his bet. They want they want a guy that just to come in and go. Well, okay, that's uh, so this I'll guy throw twenty dollars down on these three guys to yeah. score a touchdown. And then you're not sitting there thinking, you know, watching the injury report unless you're a hardcore gambler. So or you forget hosting about a it. sports show, the number one sports show, a simulcast on uh, Facebook and YouTube yeah, middays right. on Wednesdays. Yeah. Number one, number say one, it. number say one, it. say it, little purple jersey. Say it. it is, it's the number one sports show in the world that is dual platform on YouTube and Facebook. There's mid, not mid, even middays or or evenings on Wednesdays, and also throw it on bar too, and maybe even the uh, the oh, it's on the Bub Ari podcast. I mean, jeez, we're number I'm one. Trying to find the Higby injury report, but what do you guys? Yeah, think no, about he was a non-participant all three days that the team was required to uh, release it. As of yesterday, he was uh, questionable. Um, to play. And actually, Uzoma is more likely to play than Higby at this point. I think Higby will give it a go. Um, but the Rams have Blanton uh, as his backup, and, and will, you know he's shown that he can, uh, he can catch the ball when it's thrown his way as well. And actually a good one, too, that you might have missed out on, you might want to add, um, which Mike just brought up in chat, and uh, McAfee talked about it yesterday, was the touchback. Yeah, because they they apparently kick with a brand new unmolested ball. <clears throat> Normally the ball is is beat up for about an hour before the game by by both coaching staffs and McAfee mentioned in his show how the Super Bowl kickoff ball goes right to the Hall of Fame and so they want it to look as pristine as possible. So it's really hard he said they're almost like plastic when they come out of the wrapper and uh and and out of the box. So 
he he says that's the reason why 18 of the last 20 kickoffs have not gone for touchbacks. And a what lot of the, the bulbs, too. I didn't see that. Uh, the odds, I think, are, are – it's actually pretty good. It's like – because both kickers have like a 60% touchback rate, but I think the odds were like plus 140 or something like that. I'm trying to find it. They have it's under special, special – yeah, it's under special teams or kicker props, okay. I believe it is, so you might want to look at that. Special team props. Um, opening kick – oh, that's – okay. Yes is minus 108. No is minus 118. Okay. The no is, so, is a solid play there. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree with that one. I'll probably, I'll probably add that. I'm actually going to be in L.A. Um, during the Super Bowl. I'm flying out Sunday morning, so I have to get my bets in since sports betting is not legalized in California yet. Why are you going out there? Um, I'm going to have to sign an NDA when I get out there. But I will just say that I will be at somebody's house that is worth playing in the Super Bowl. Wow, thanks for the information. Oh, you, you, what, you win some sort of contest? No, I did not. I'm going to be there um, working uh, there. One of my uh, friends got a contract with one of the players and is doing a pretty large project at his house. Uh, and I'm going to fly out there to uh, hang out and help them for a few days. All right, cool. Well, thanks for the prop bet action. Yeah. I would not. I would take Higby off just to be safe. Uh, yeah, I, may, I mean, I may even just swap him out with um, the touchback. You should swap him out with the well, touchback. Well, Blanton, one. you'll get much better odds on. I'm, I'm imagining Blanton's probably like plus five hundred. Um, I, right, I don't, yeah. I don't know. I'm guessing. Uh, but, right. but I think if it, that's a, a definitely a better play if you want to just throw like ten bucks down on something like that. For sure. Alrighty, guys. Well, have a good show. Enjoy your, the rest of your week. You too. Have fun at your big time party. Brian and I are flying out to LA. Our sports show. We got a little bit of a uh, budget now to get out. Yeah, there. we're going to be from uh, from press row yeah, here, yeah. media row, whatever they call it. Yeah, we're going to be out there. We're going to try to you know get on double platform, maybe get a lot of interviews. We don't know yet. Uh, I think Brian's trying to get. Uh, who are you trying to get, Brian, for our interviews? Um, the ball boy for the Rams. Perfect. I'm, I've got him lined up. That's what I like. Uh, we want to see how Matt Gay is going to do with his total kicking points. Uh, so here's, I thought we could kind of go through position by position breakdown, uh, you know, position group breakdown as to who do you think which team has the edge, and uh, and then work our way through and then lead up to our picks. What do you think about that? Sounds like a winner. All right, let's start with quarterback. Um, you know, swagger and the it factor. I would give to Burrow, uh, but. Stafford's been really solid in the playoffs. He's not made. He's cut down on the mistakes. He's, I think, learned to play well with Odell Beckham. Um, he has not been helped by his running backs much, but he hasn't needed it. Uh, so I would give a slight edge based upon just experience, a slightest of edges to the Rams and Matt Stafford. Yeah, but you don't think Stafford's almost due for that turnover, that turnover game? I that- mean, no. I don't know that you're ever due for one of those. You know, some quarterbacks like Aaron Rodgers goes a long time and doesn't have. Yeah, them. no, but that pressure, that pressure. He's never been in the Super Bowl. It's Neither is Burrow. True, but it seems like Stafford's big thing with his ego is that he's never been able to play. But that's what they're talking about, and they're saying with Burrow is like, yeah, he doesn't really know the difference. Stafford's never been on a team that's won, and he's never had an expectation of winning. I don't think either one of them knows the difference, quite honestly. Well, it, but they're saying how like Stafford's all business now. He's coming in, he, all this other stuff, where Burrow, 
he just looks like he's that you know what they always say what the young gun coming in and they don't know what's going on and that's sometimes that guy that's going to surprise Burrow's you played for championships this isn't anything new to him um if anything he has more championship experience than matt stafford Yes, I don't think Georgia was really. I mean, they were okay when Stafford was there, but they weren't competing for national titles. So I think from a championship game perspective and the pressure and the lights of it, I actually think Burrow has more experience than Stafford. Stafford made me feel slightly more pressure because he's older and he has less time and and he was the big free agent, you know, not free agent, but big uh, trade acquisition for the Rams this offseason. But um, but just looking at it from a skill position, not really going with the intangibles, uh, looking at it from an experienced position in the NFL, I'd give the slightest of edges to Matt Stafford. Not just that, but and we'll get into it in a minute, but but um, Matt Stafford should not be under the same level of duress that Joe Burrow faces in this game. So for that reason, I give the slight edge at QB to the Rams. And see, I disagree with you. Now, I agree with you on the pressure with Burrow. I think that will, but I think he's so used to it all regular season that it's it doesn't even all bother. Right, so him you anymore. think the advantage goes to Cincy? I think the advantage in this one goes to a slight advantage, but I, I do agree with you. I I, I feel that's going to make a big thing. That's why I like that. Well, you uh, can't both agree number. and disagree. No, no, with but me. I'm saying I liked, but what puts me over is Burrow. I think it's not going to be bothered that he's in the big game. And we'll see. I yeah. mean, you know, those when those lights go on, we'll see what's up. Do yeah. we have callers? We do have a caller. The, oh, sorry, Brian. I was 727. What's up, guys? It's, uh, it's 5 My thoughts are this. Um, I think the Bengals are going to blow out the Rams. I think Joe Burr is going to neutralize uh, the potent uh, L.A. defense with his speed read, yep. three- to five-step drops, mm-hmm. maybe mix in and mix in runs. Stafford will be throwing the ball around the yard. I think he throws two picks, maybe one pick six with the 34-17 Bengals uh, win, lock it in. And I just want to, if you can't say gay anymore, how are they going to announce any uh, mad gay field goals? I'm out and I'll listen. Thanks. They'll just say uh, Matt alternative lifestyle or Matt homosexual. That's what they'll say when okay, he goes out well, there to kick. Move on from that. Matt Gay, <laughs> yes. Matt Gay, <laughs> a former Tampa Bay Buccaneer uh, kicker for the L.A. Rams. Has uh, has turned it around and, and uh, had a resurgent season. Season's been pretty solid. So let's go to the running back position here. Hold on. We, you wanted me to take a call. Oh, there's and I, and I okay. Do, knock them. Let's clear the lines. Yeah, Go ahead. Let's clear the lines. And I do agree with the the last caller that the Bengals will run all over the Rams. But we'll get to that. Nine oh one. Hey, what's going on, Lobby? How you doing, Brian? How's it going? How's it going? Hey, I do predict um, Joe Burrow pulling it out. But Brian, I have a question for you. Has that been a quarterback national championship, then turning around and winning the Super Bowl this this week? Has anybody ever done that? Is that what you're asking? Yeah. Has there been a quarterback that's well, ever won the national championship and the Super Bowl? Yes, there has. There has. But there hasn't been one that's also won the Heisman. Yeah. And and it's been a it's been a quick turnaround too. I don't think anybody's done it this quickly in their career. Joe Namath Joe was well, kind of, but he didn't do the Heisman. Yeah. But um that's the problem is it, Bama has not produced uh, good NFL quarterbacks and they've won most of the, yes. of the national championships lately. So um, it hasn't happened in, in quite some time. 
Uh, but no, this would be this would be a heck of a feat, and it would uh, it would solidify Burrow as a champion. I mean, just a winner. You know, he would kind of have that Brady air about him all of a sudden, where you're like, wow, this kid's got the it factor, and uh, and knows how to win. Winning is such a, a is such a, a special talent to have in the NFL. It's a, one of those untangibles that you can never measure. And some guys just don't have it. They, they've got the, the physical attributes, but they can't put it all together in crunch time. And, and so we'll see with Burrow, man. It'll be interesting to see. But thanks for the call. All right, y'all have a good day. Have a good one. Keep it straight there in Canada. So running back position now. On the one side, you've got most likely going to be just a two-headed monster, Sony Michelle and Cam Akers. On the other side, you've got uh, Samaje Perrine, barely ever seeing the field with Joe Mixon taking the lion's share of the carries. Let's start with you, Lummy, and your breakdown at the running back position. So I think Joe Mixon, obviously, as you can see, he really stepped up, uh, He especially in the passing game, kind of getting the drop-offs. I'm going to have to say, just because Cam Akers, what did he come back, three weeks ago? Yeah, he's been he's been he's back been banged, for three weeks. He's been banged up. I really I would really like if they had a, a Henderson. Obviously, he's not coming back. Sonny Michelle, obviously, you could tell against the Bucks, he was a little fumble. So was Acres. I'm gonna have to give this one, especially what's his name, Samaji Perrine. Perrine. I'm gonna have to give this one to the Bengals. I I mean I, I they they have played a lot better. Uh, in the in the playoffs, I'm gonna have to give this one to the Bengals. What about you? <sighs> yeah, you know this one's I think very very close and could go either way. Um, it's all going to depend upon how the offenses decide to utilize their backs because I don't think this is the position that makes or breaks this game. Um, you know I think that's going to be on on the Bengals side. It's going to be at quarterback, and on the Rams side, it's going to be. At, on on their D-line. Can I ask you something real quick on that? Mm-hmm. So the Bengals, first quarter, how do you come out? Uh, do you come out throwing a lot, or are you trying to establish the run game? Um, I'm going to set up some early uh, quick crossers, quick hitters, or some screen passes. I, I have a feeling that the Rams are going to come out blitzing and yeah. try and get Burrow quickly and try and rattle him. And so I don't want to put Burrow in a position where he's taking a hard hit or a big sack on the first drive is in a negative position. So I would uh, I would try, I, you know, thinking that the Rams are going to come out aggressive, I'm going to play towards that aggression and, and counter that with some conservative play calls that could pick up some chunk yards, get Burrow into a rhythm, and uh, and and then go from there. That's I, I'm not going to take you know deep you know twenty thirty yard routes or, or anything like that that he'd have to sit in the pocket for a while. Because that's I'm I agree with you on the short slants because uh, Raheem Morris is known for that. Uh, let's blitz him right out that old school kind of thinking. Let's get in the quarterback's head. I can see a couple uh, quick passes, a couple quick slants, or even some screen passes. They they're, they've been pretty good with uh, Mixon and Perrine. Uh, on the screen passes. So I'm still having the stick, even though the offensive line for the Bengals, what I think they're going to do is they're going to do those little short, quick, all first quarter. And then I think in the second quarter, I think they're going to start going toward the run. Yeah. And even though they were fumble prone, I still think the two headed monster attack that the Rams have is a better approach than just relying on mixing the whole game. So I'm going to give a slight edge to the Rams on this one. You got Cincy. Let's go to the phone call. I think we're starting to see where we're heading on this game. Yes. 
641. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Brandon Quad. What's, up, what's Brandon? up, Brandon? Do you guys think if, if the Rams win, do you think Aaron Donald will be the MVP? No. No, I don't think so. I don't think defensive tackle has a real chance. I think it's like plus 1,800 for him, even though he's a, a an excellent player. Unless he does a strip sack score, that ends up being the difference maker in the game. And he has like six sacks. Yeah, I just don't see it happening. Not with the elite talent level that you have at the wideout position and the quarterback position right now. Quarterbacks have won, I think, seven of the last ten. Um, you know, it's 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 hard for any other p- player to have as big of an impact on the game. Now he may yeah. have a huge impact on the game, but from a from a scoreboard perspective, it's it's much easier to calculate and measure a quarterback's impact or a wide receiver's impact on a game than on a, a D tackle. I think the most likely non quarterback to win would be Cooper Cup, and then uh, followed by by Chase, and then surprisingly Mixon. I think would be my 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 third yep. non quarterback position player simply because of volume. Um, it won't. It most likely won't be Michelle or Akers because they're going to split up the touches on the on the Rams side. But on the Cincy side, I think Mixon could have an outside shot of being one of those impact guys. That makes sense. And how many catches do you think Odell Beckham will have? And if he doesn't have any, do you think he'll throw a fit? Let me. You take it. I don't hear what he said. How many catches do you oh. think Odell will have? Think, and if he doesn't have any, do you think he'll throw a fit? Oh, yeah. No, there, there's no way. Sorry, I, I couldn't hear him up here. Good job, Brian. Um, I actually think there's no possible way that in the Rams that they're not going to throw the ball. It's almost like they made a guarantee that every game that they would have to throw at least five passes to Odell Beckham. I think Odell Beckham probably has about seven to eight catches in this game. Uh, I don't think, I think he, I think he goes under a hundred yards, but I still think he gets, I think he gets at seven, eight catches. I I think if the Rams have any chance of winning, he's going to have to get, you know, five or six. Um, you know, he can't go out there and only catch two or three balls and, and, and them have a chance to win. Well, Odell seems like he's that guy for Stafford. That's a, he does the comeback routes right around that first down. He's not picking up a lot of long yards. He's, he's filled the Robert Woods role, yep. which they needed to have done. And and they had, you know, when they first acquired him, it wasn't coming together. But uh, him and Stafford have found their rhythm, and they're making it work. Yeah, he's getting that ten to fifteen yard pass. Uh, you know, so I mean, what's his average? Yeah, twelve point two yards of reception. Yeah, which is right in line. You know, he goes, he knows where the sticks are. He catches it on the sideline, high points the ball, gets those toes down. It's like having another Robert Wood out there. Now, Robert Woods uh, was was more of a deep threat than Odell, but they don't need Odell to be a deep threat in this Cooper offense. Cup, I mean, yeah. You got Van Jefferson running running uh, some streaks too. So uh, Jefferson's really serve the role of decoy since Odell's emerged to kind of stretch the defense, keep the defense honest and allow them to have Odell on those mid range, 10 to 15 yard routes. Yeah. And I think it's going to have over a thousand yards combined offense probably in the Super Bowl. Yeah. You know, Super Bowls are funny like that. The games you think are going to be super offensive. Don't always turn out that, that way it's, you know, I think that'll really depend upon the game flow. If it's like the Bucks, where they just jumped all over Kansas City and blew them out, then you, you'll see the offensive production go down. Because if 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 the Rams, let's say, get out, you know, twenty-one to three, um, it, it's it, it 
could change their approach to the rest of the game and, and the chances they're willing to take on offense. Hopefully they don't go super conservative like Kansas City did uh, because Burrow has shown that he doesn't care and can come back. Yep. Um, so, you know, but but uh, good hearing from you, Brandon. We're going to keep Thanks, going. Brandon. positions. Have a good rest of the show. You too. Thanks, Brandon. Wide yeah. receiver. Yeah. But, but, we'll talk uh, about a position that is stacked. Well, that's what I was looking at here on the um... – on Odell Beckham, if you look besides the 49ers, he had nine receptions, 11 targets, 113. Uh, against the Bucks, six six for eight, 69, four for four, 54, two for five, 18. That's where they lost. Yeah, so no, if he got averages his five to seven. Five, five to seven is a must for them to win. If he's catching more than eight or nine balls, as long as that's not at the expense of Cooper Cup not catching much, yeah. then then they should win the game. If he gets if he gets over eight catches, I don't think uh, the the Rams will lose. No, I just I don't. No, I know. I, I I'm think just saying, I think I, I, I think five to seven needs to be the range for them to have a chance to win. And and if he's catching over eight, I think that's a a very good indicator that the Rams are controlling this game. Yeah, because the last game against the 49ers, they were coming from behind, and he had nine catches, 11 targets, nine catches. So you can see that, like you said, if he has more than that, then the Bengals are in control and the Rams are. And obviously Cooper Cup didn't get his uh, catches taken away last game. That guy's a superstar. He's amazing. I so, mean, he just all, he, his route running is, is exceptional. His effort is top-notch. His intelligence is off the charts, and his ball catching is amazing. I mean, the guy is uh, – is a testament to hard work and, and effort. You know, he he wasn't highly touted coming out of college, and he's found a way to emerge. And he's come back from a blown ACL, which is even more impressive and gives uh, Chris Godwin a lot of hope to come back because he could be on that level too. So wide receiver, what do you what are you thinking? So you know, I think I give a the slightest of edges to Cincinnati on this one. Uh, Cup is by far and away the clear number one. Uh, Jamar Chase is the number two, but then I do like Higgins and uh, Tyler Boyd better than I like Beckham and Jefferson. Jefferson just isn't making an impact in the playoffs. I think he is more of a decoy. Um, the Rams have good safety play, uh, so I, I think his his impact on this game will be even less than 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 what it has been. Um, and so for that reason. Uh, I give the slightest of edge, and I mean a hair of an edge. The same way I gave the Rams a hair of an edge because of depth, I'm doing the same with Cincinnati here. Well, I have to go with the opposite, not because we're just picking opposite. I, I actually do like the wide receiver core led by Cooper Cup. He is a complete superstar. Uh, I'm going to go because obviously the Rams, cornerbacks, their whole system, I think they're going to shut down. Uh, early on, they're going to shut down Chase. Hopefully, Burrow doesn't try to force the ball to Chase. T- so T. Higgins is going to have to step up. And I feel that the Rams have a little bit, you know, better weapons on on offense. So I'm going to have to go Rams. Okay, okay. So tight end position now up in the air for both teams. Um, C.J. Uzoma has has vowed that he will play. There has not been the same level of vow from Tyler Higby, both dealing with sprained MCLs, both on paper, very similar tight ends. I think when healthy, that Higby is slightly better than Uzoma. Um, the problem for the Bengals is the backup. Blanton is better 
than the second round pick that the Bengals are running out there. The the Bengals back up and Drew Sample. Yeah, Drew Sample. Um he's blocking well, but offensively he's not as much of a threat as Blanton. And for that reason, I give the edge at tight end slightly to the Rams. Uh obviously if, if Higby if both Higby and Uzoma can go, I give a slight edge to the Rams. If Higby can't go and Uzoma can, then then since he would have the edge. But based upon uh, both of them playing, I think the Rams have the edge at the position. I agree with you, too. Uh, I mean, it obviously relies on the catching. And if, But if uh, the backup Drew plays, he is a better run blocker, which kind of changes up, I think, that, that kind of offense, too. But I think they are going to maybe use Drew on more snaps just for the aspect of trying to protect Joe Burrow because the Bengals' offensive line is atrocious. So I'm going to have to give the advantage to the Rams. Yep, oh, I think we finally agree on something. Uh, that's our first agreement. I know is that I, the Rams have a slight edge at tight end. And I actually had to cross your name out on the wide receiver because I definitely thought you were going to pick the Rams. No, only because again that that third we see in these games a lot that the third wide receiver can make a huge difference. And I Tyler Boyd Boyd out of the slot is is um is a weapon. And I you know any one this is the difference. Any one of those Rams receivers can go for 100-plus yards and two touchdowns. Any any one of the three of them. You can't say the same for the Rams. Jefferson's not going to do it. Um, you don't think so? Not, do you, do, would you bet on Jefferson doing it? No, I it? wouldn't. Okay, and that's the point. You, could, you would throw a couple bucks down on Boyd going over 100 yards in the game. Yes, I would. And that's the difference to me is the depth. You know, Cooper Cup's amazing, but so is Jamar Chase. His His – Chemistry with uh, with with Burrow is is unmatched, right? So, but oh, if we if we go if we go number one to number one, Cup or Chase, who are you taking? Oh, I'm taking Cup. Okay, so there's one up, Beckham or Higgins. Wash. All right. So I guess you're at a technically tie. Then you got to go and then Boyd. I have much higher than Jefferson. Enough to overcome the number one disparity between Cup and and Chase. All right, I can see that. I mean, listen, I'll tell you right now, we move on to the offense line. I'm giving that to the Rams. <laughs> there's no, there's no even, reason to, talk to about even it. discuss it. I mean, there's zero reason to discuss it. As long as they don't snap the ball past Stafford, they should be okay. Um, there's no reason to, to discuss the OL at all. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's it's a – and really, the, let's just go to the D-line and get that the fuck out the Rams, of the way. The Rams because there's right no there. reason – the Rams win this game in the trenches. If they're going to win this game, they they win it in the trenches. That's where they have the absolute clear advantage. And, and the offensive line is why I give Stafford the advantage over Burrow. It's not because he's better as a quarterback – per se it's because he's going to have better protection than burrow will at court at the quarterback position and so for that reason even though it's not a you know it's not purely based on the qb position it's based on the position that the qb is going to be in but if you look at how the Bengals played the chiefs in that second half with mahomes and how they just kind of dropped back in that prevent they let mahomes sit around they didn't really rush much they didn't give much pressure they let Mahomes kind of make the mistake. You know, maybe he sat back there for, you know, five seconds, four or five seconds, and then they may, you know, brought the spy in. But when you look at it, they, they were, were getting coverage stacks. They, were, say, they yeah. were covering. But, yeah. And, and Stafford's not as mobile as Mahomes. 
No, but he also won't make the same mistakes Mahomes made. I mean, Mahomes lost that game. He did. 100%. Let's face it. He lost that game. And so, you know, he made critical mistakes. And if Stafford doesn't make those same critical mistakes, look, Mahomes doesn't throw the pick, doesn't take the huge sacks, all of that. We're probably talking about Kansas City in the championship game versus L.A. Yep. And, and so, you know. That's another aspect of this. It's not so much that Burrow went out there and won the game for, for Cincinnati. It's that Mahomes went out there and lost it. Um, Big buck, 500 stars. Thank you. So No, I agree. We'll, we'll see what happens here. But, but again, I just with the offensive line being what it is, um, the Bengals will have not faced this level of a pass rush in the playoffs yet. And so, to me, that's that's the difference maker. Is Who's, that 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 they're, I mean, they had what nine? They gave up nine sacks in that that first round game. Yeah, <laughs> against the Raiders was it? And the Raiders. The, no. the Raiders. Raiders. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Now the Raiders have a good defensive line, and they've got a sack specialist on their D line, and uh, but he's not Aaron Donald. And and so you know I think that's that's where this game will be won or lost. If if the Rams D line performs up to their capabilities, uh, I think the Rams will win this game. Uh, but you know I think it's pretty clear in the trenches the Rams got this. Now let's look at linebacker position. Eight one three nine zero B U B B A. Let's on, start the, inside. Hold on, let me ask you on the defensive line because I was looking at their schedule real quick. Has the Bengals played anyone that you would say compare to the Rams? Defensive line. Um, let me take a look. Because I'm looking, uh, you know, obviously Minnesota, Chicago, Pittsburgh, Jacksonville, Green Bay, Detroit, Baltimore, New York, Cleveland, Vegas. I, I mean, Cleveland would be the closest thing. Maybe they, San Francisco. Did they have everyone healthy there? And they lost that game. They did. Yeah. In overtime. Yeah. I mean, and they lost, you know, one of the Cleveland games. Both of the Cleveland games. So, oh, so yeah. the two teams they played that have the best pass rush uh, beat them. Hmm. They they did manage to beat the Broncos, but you know, <laughs> yeah. Well, Teddy Bridgewater, I don't think was playing that game. Isn't that the game he got hurt? And they lost to the Packers. Decent, not great, but decent. So, you know, I'm looking at this here. It doesn't that that concerns me. If I'm a if I'm pulling for the Bengals who are planning on betting on them, that uh, the Browns were able to beat them twice. Now, granted, the last game wasn't much of an effort, uh, but but the 49ers one sticks out to me as well as as a, as a concerning loss. In, in, you know, at, you, at home. If you look at every loss that uh, they had, Mixon was under 100 yards. Yeah, and the only one. So, and the only loss that they had where they scored over twenty points or twenty, where they scored over, I'm sorry, twenty three points was against the Jets. Uh, But other than that, you know, that's the other way to beat them. Twenty three points seems to be the magic threshold for them, Uh, with the exception of the Broncos game, which is always an exception. Every team played them. Um, They, if they scored more than twenty three points, they won the game. Yeah. Too bad, Teddy Bridgewater. We'll see what happens when he comes to Tampa. The middle <laughs> linebacker position, I'm going to have to get the – I mean, it's a little different because they play both two different – you know, they got a 3-4 to a 4-3. Uh, I'm going to have to give the the linebacker position to the Bengals. Yeah, it's the Bengals. Yeah. It's the Bengals. Uh, the, 
the uh, Rams linebackers are uh, a, a, a weak spot for them. Um, I think the Bang- the the Bengals linebackers are are better. The 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 Rams linebackers they, they benefit from obviously the defensive line. So and the Bengals uh, they just I, I feel like they just play overround a lot better from you know pass to rushing. So I guess we're both going Bengals on that one. Yeah, the 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 Rams um linebackers are are probably their weakest position group. Cornerbacks or I mean we could just do the whole back. Well, I think there's a differentiation here though because I give play at cornerback the edge to a different team than I give play at safety. I give the cornerbacks to the Rams. Cornerbacks does go to the Rams, but safety in a big way goes to the to the Bengals. Their safeties are are exceptional. I did not know that the Bengals had Vernon Hargraves, old first round pick for the uh, the Buccaneers. He was a bust. Yeah, third. He's in the third. Whatever. On the yeah, I actually have to agree with you. I mean, I think I think the defenses are pretty clear on who's better from the offense. You know, to the defense, the defense, the positions kind of just stick out. It's easier to see. The Rams have a lot better players in most positions. Where on the offense, like a quarterback, a, a running back, a wide receiver, you it's kind of a toss up. Even with the tight end too. But I think the Rams safety play. I mean, the Bengals safety play is what could help them win this game because if you can stop. From what happening to the Bucks? I mean, let's face it, the Bucks don't have that breakdown. Then they're they're probably in this game too. The breakdown that was a worse play call. I mean, just play play, prevent. Terrible play, play prevent call. All but freaking but, first. But half. if you're the safety, you need to stay back on that. And Winfield came up on it. He got aggressive. Yeah, and he needs to stay back. If ever if you're corner blitzing on that, you've got to have your safety stay as deep as possible. Especially when you're playing a wide receiver. And he like took Cup. that he took us two steps forward and it was over at that point. As soon as Cup saw him do that, as soon as Stafford saw him do that, Cup just took off. It was a dead streak. So, so bad. It, it was, was so un- bad. it was unfortunate. But yeah, so positionally here, I gave the Rams the edge at one, two, three, four, five. Oh, we didn't do special teams. I'm going to go uh, Bengals on that one. Now this one goes to the Rams. Now McPherson's Bengals. a good kicker. Uh Huber has not been been punting well for the for the Bengals. His punting is off, uh, and for that reason, uh, both of the specialists for the the Rams have been solid. Uh, I give the slightest of edges uh, to the Rams in you, this. You forgot about the uh, t- uh, the long snapper. Yeah, I did. I'm not to give the long snapper. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof rack, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with an eBay guaranteed fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash with all the parts that you need at the prices that you want it's easy to turn your car into the mvp and bring home that win keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply i've heard of the bangles which puts me over the bank have you ever thought about why your wireless bill is so damn expensive it's all just radio waves how much can a radio wave really cost Seems like wireless got together and decided, I don't know, 100 bucks a month or so. I think the people will buy it. What choice are they going to have? 
Now, thanks to Mint Mobile, you're going to have a choice, my friend. Right now, Mint Mobile has wireless plans starting at $15 a month. That's unlimited talk and text for only $15 a month. Mint Mobile's service in comparison to the big providers are is just as crystal clear and just as good. You're just saving a lot of money. For anybody who hates their phone bill, Mint Mobile offers premium wireless for only $15 a month. All plans come with unlimited talk and text and high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Choose from 3, 6, or 12-month plans and say goodbye to that monthly phone bill. Mint Mobile gives you the best rate whether you're buying for one or a whole entire family and at mint family start at two lines use your own phone with any mint mobile plan and keep your same number along with all your existing contacts switch to mint mobile and get your first three months of premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month to get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free you got to go to mintmobile.com forward slash bubba that's mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. Angles on special teams. I okay. mean, you can't go wrong against Clark Harris from Rutgers. He's used to long snapping. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. If you played for Rutgers. Yeah, so I gave the Rams the edge at one two, three, four, five, six, seven position groups. You gave Cincy the edge at one, two, three, four, five position groups. And five to the Rams. Yep. And I've got, what, four, one, two, three, three to Cincy. Yep. So and I think that's accurate, though. I think is. that's correct. Um, you know, the only one I think that's, well, there's two that are coin tosses, potentially, is quarterback and running back. But again, I, I, I've stated why I think... The Rams have, even at running back, you've got a better offensive line. You've got a better chance to run the ball um, and for your running backs to perform. I still think it's kind of close with wide receivers. I know you don't like Jefferson. It's a way, but I still no, it's think it's super close. close. It's super close. It, I say the slightest of edges, and that's only because of depth, and it has nothing to do with, um, you know, Boyd has 890 yards on the season, 77 catches, and six re- receiving touchdowns. I mean, that's, that's for most teams, that's a number two receiver number there, numbers yeah. there. Higgins, 88 catches, 1,300 yards, six touchdowns. And then Chase, of course, 101, 17, 34, and 14. So it's that balance there. It's the balance that, that I like and, and, uh, and, and think it makes it a whole lot harder to cover those three than it does to cover the Rams three. Consistently. Well. But I think the Rams have better cornerbacks to cover those three than uh, than since he has yeah, to cover the Rams three. But then the safeties come in. But then the safeties, well, the safeties will take away the threat of Jefferson, which hopefully then they can focus a little bit more. You're not going to, you don't, if you're the Bengals, you don't have to stop Cooper Cup. You just have to stop Odell Beckham. Yeah, yeah the, if you can stop, passes. If you can stop Odell, then you can allow Cooper, let Cooper have 150 yards receiving. It won't matter if Odell only has like four for 50. And the frustration factor will come in. You know, Odell Beckham Jr. does not have it between the ears. If you can get in his head and take him out of his game early, 
and make him frustrated and make the Rams look away from him, I think he's going to start to show his true colors. His dad's going to be tweeting and telling him how he needs to get the ball more at halftime. I mean, his, in his, head. his family's no more annoying than uh, Mahomes. Mahomes? <laughs> his family's the worst. Are they? I mean, they, they, I mean, Mahomes is pretty bad, though. What, the family? Yeah. Yeah, the, his, Mahomes' family is the worst. The brother. Yeah, the brother and his wife. They're both fucking awful. They're terrible people. I agree with you on that one. <laughs> They're terrible people. I wanted to go through a couple of these uh, prop bets, too, for the game. Is there any prop bets that, that you normally bet on? Um, not so much. I don't have uh, the sport, the offshore sports betting apps. I don't break the law. So I, I don't have a, a vehicle to make these types of bets. Okay. Well, if you did and we're doing If this, I did, uh, I'll definitely tell you what I would go with. Yeah, exactly. I think the national anthem over is is solid every year. I'm not familiar with the, the singer this year. The country singer? Yeah. African-American country but singer? But I like, I like it to go long, uh, more than one minute and 35 seconds. I mean, some of these years it's gone almost two minutes. Yeah. So I think I like the over on the, the length of the national anthem. Uh, I, I think uh, heads or tails. Flip a coin, see what happens. Yeah, uh, you, can, you can't go wrong with that bet. Um, it's literally 50-50. The only thing you can go wrong with is you're definitely losing the juice on that one. Yeah. What do you what do you think I like here right here? The mo- most passing yards. Matt Safford, minus 114. Joe Burrows, minus 106. Like right now, I'm. Yeah, I'm, it's a I'm, tough one, right? I mean, yeah. ha, ha, those, those, that, that shows just how close this. When we, when we're rating the quarterbacks here, that just shows how close it is. That even the, the, the betting line is almost dead even on who's going to have the most yards. Um, this one's tough too because you know the, the backs are the X factor. You know, how much are they going to rely or, and trust Acre uh, and Acres and. Um, um, Michelle at this point with, with, you know, if, if Stafford's throwing the ball well, but are you also looking if it depends on what team also comes out? I think you bet those based upon who you think is going to win the game. Yeah. I, was, I think if you think, if you think the Rams are going to win, then you bet, then you bet Stafford to have the most yards. Or you could say who comes out with a hot start. I mean, but you the can't make that out? bet. I mean, you can make that bet after the fact in game, but, but a lot of play, books don't allow it. Yeah. Well, like it, well, the Bengals come out quick, go 21, three halftime. Well, obviously the Stafford's going to be throwing from behind exactly. the whole time. And the then, Bengals are going to be running and the Bengals are be running, but you know, the Bengals still could win. So, but they're not going to, yeah. So it all depends on that. Like the most receiving yards, I think that's almost a, a, a gimme with Cooper Cup. Minus 120. The next one's Jamar Chase plus 340. I mean, I like the value on Chase there. I mean, I think Cup's the most likely to win, but you're getting three to one, over three to one money on, on Chase, who very easily could. Uh, he could go for 200 yards in this game. Yeah, that's true. I mean, they could shut down. Higgins and Boyd. I mean, let's not forget Evans did very well against Ramsey in that game. Jalen Ramsey did not shut Mike Evans down. What did, what did in, Evans in, have in, in that game? I think he ended up with, what, 80 or 90 yards, and he had the big touchdown yeah, catch two, at the end. Two TDs, right? Yeah. Uh, and I think both of them came with Ramsey on him. So, um, you know, I, I, I don't uh, – you know, Ramsey is good. He He's not the shutdown he once was. Most rushing yards, Joe Mixon, Cam Akers, minus 105, Cam Akers, 100. I think you go I like Joe Mixon. Mixon. Yeah. yeah, I like Mixon simply because of volume. He's not going to be splitting the, the reps the same way that Akers will be, most likely. Yeah, I think Perrine. Or... Yeah. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Evans went eight for 119 and a touchdown. Oh, he only had one? I thought he had two. Oh. 
No, he only had one, and Cooper went. Uh, C- Cooper, Cooper Cup <laughs> went uh, nine for one eighty-three in a touchdown, but like eighty on the last two plays of the game. Tim Butler asked uh, McPherson over one and a half field goals. I like that. I I I, th- I see him kicking two. I like the Bengals guy kicking two too. I, that is McPherson. No, I'm sorry. Not, no, I'm, I'm sorry. Like Matt Gay? Gay. Sorry, yeah. Matt Gay. I meant I meant both of them getting at least two to three field goals. I think with the sack factor that uh, the the um, the Bengals is is more of a sure thing because I think the goal line defense. Uh, you know, I, I think if 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 since he's going to score consistently, they're going to score from twenty yards out. Because they're putting they're putting the uh, the same exact over and under seven and a half on both kickers, so on total points. Yeah, I I I, I see that. I I like the uh, the over for Gay because I think McPherson? he could, he could get one field goal and five touchdowns potentially. McPherson's got a pretty good leg though. Yeah, McPherson I like too because I see him kicking two field goals, and then he's just got to kick two extra points. Uh, no camper, Scott. There is no over and under on the total number of sacks, which is very disappointing. Brian thinks there's going to be four to five sacks. Well, I know. I, th- I, think, I, seven, I think the number for the Rams against the Bengals would be probably around five and a half, four and a half to five and a half if there was a line on it. Um, I mean, the Bengals gave up 55 sacks in the regular season. Um, that's, you know, essentially three and a half to four game. Uh, I would be interested to see when they did play. Um, and I'll have to look at this real quick. When they did play against the Browns that first game, how many sacks the Browns had on them? Uh, because I th- I could see something similar happen here. And I think the did the Browns uh, what do they have? Didn't they have seven that game? The first time they played, yeah, the forty-one sixteen game. Uh, let's see here. Let me get the team stats. They sacked him. I'm looking at the stats. I'm trying to pull it up. I got it right here. They've got him five times. They they sacked him five in that game. So and then that's and then the uh the other one would have been the San Francisco game. San Francisco's D line is not quite as good as uh as LA's. What game was it that he got sacked uh eight times? And the nine sacks was against the Raiders. The Raiders. You think, what do you think against of San Francisco, he got dropped again five times. So yeah, so yeah, you're looking at about. That's five That's why sacks. I said four and a half yeah. to five and a half sacks is probably where the but over those, under would be on this. But those defense line that their their line is better than those. That's guys. why I thought it might yeah. be as much as five and a half. Um, you know, against the Titans though, after that that uh, that Sackapalooza that. Um, that was put on him that he got dropped uh he got dropped nine times raiders now on the raiders jumping off super bowl real quick uh, what do you think of that hire josh mcdaniels i mean he's he's a good mind you know it's not a terrible hire really yeah really i don't think it's a terrible hire because I know a lot of people that like the Broncos said that he's just not a good coach. Well, we'll see very or you, quickly. Or do you think that he learned from his experience of the first time going back and having to coach with the Patriots again, that he's going to come back and kind of be that player's coach? Because that's what Pistachio was. Yeah, it's tough when you try to emulate somebody if your personality is not a perfect mix, right? You can't not if, – if everybody could be Bill Belichick, everybody would be Bill Belichick as a coach. So I think that's where coaches – 
you know, th- their difficulty in transitioning from coordinator to head coach is kind of finding their own voice and and finding their own style because I think there's such a um, an easy uh, an, an easy out for them to just try and emulate who you know how the guy before them did it, and you really can't you can't just take what Belichick and his personality does and and try and and do that if you're not him. So it's it's important for these guys to be themselves and to coach the way that a way that fits their personality and their style. Now I want to get your on the new uh, coaching hires too. I mean, what do you think about the Lovey Smith hire? Oh wait, let's make our let's finish this off. Well, no, let's I was going to do that towards the fin- end. No, let's finish it off right now. We don't need to keep suspense. Ugh. Some people got to go at one. Uh, let's let's get our Super Bowl picks in because I want to go over our our season predictions too. Yeah, you've got the audio cut up that you've been working yeah. so hard on, yeah. and I want to start going through that. Okay. So I've got, <laughs> I've got the Rams, thirty-one. The Bengals twenty-seven. I got the Bengals thirty-four. The Rams twenty-eight. All righty. Who do you think MVP is? Well, in my scenario, it's most likely Stafford. <laughs> it could be Cup. So Stafford with the plus one twenty-five, Cup with the plus five fifty. In my scenario. You got Burrow or Chase, which it's got to be Burrow if it's if you're if you're if you're scoring putting up thirty four, which means they scored four touchdowns. Most likely, three of those are through the air. Which uh, the Burrow is plus uh, two thirty, and Chase is plus twenty five hundred. Yeah, I like Chase at plus twenty five hundred to just throw twenty bucks down. Yeah, that would be a nice little payout. And you turn that into five hundred bucks easy. Yeah, especially if uh, you know Chase comes up with like thirteen catches for one hundred and eighty yards and two TDs, and Burrow doesn't throw to anyone else, you know, and it's a field goal game, maybe some run mixing, mixing gets after it with a touchdown, Perrine, whatever. They just do different things. Quarterback rush for Burrows. What before? We, so what? What color Gatorade too? Oh, it's got to be green. Green. Yeah. Because I'm going with the Rams, and that's more along their colors. If it's if it's the Bengals, I'm going to go with orange. I'm going to have to go with uh, yeah, the orange and red or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I, again, I think this is based on who do you think is going to win the game, and I think the Rams are going to win, so I'm going with green. Unless you're, I mean, yeah, I mean, unless you're kind of yellow, lemon, lime, green, you know that 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 sort of color scheme. Yeah, and red or orange, I think is is Bengals. If you think they're going to win. What about your coin toss? What are you picking right now? Give me heads. Actually, no tails. Tails never fails. I'm going with heads. Then we'll go. I guess we'll just go opposite on that. <laughs> so red, pink, uh, orange. Orange is plus two seventy. Are you, you said, going with orange or red, pink? I'm, well, I'm looking at the odds. Oh, red, pink, nine sixty. I'm going red, pink, nine sixty. So you're going yellow, green, and lime for plus three sixty. Yeah. What's the uh blue? Blue Ooh. is the favorite. Oh, because the Rams. Yeah. Yeah. That's plus two thirty. But I think fewer players like the flavor blue. And if I'm a player, I want that lemon lime Gatorade on the sideline. Unless they had, do they have Gatorades that are just sitting there waiting for it to splash the coach? Is that like a deal, or do they just take whatever cooler is around? Well, I know before they would always show the players running over. Right, but I mean, what I'm saying is, they're like, is there a designated I think there Gatorade is. dump cooler? You know what, Brian? If you think about it, when you watch that. You always see a guy pointing to the cooler to grab. 
You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. If you so, always watch when they're like, you know, they're going and you always see that one guy that's like kind of like pointing. So he here's, can't. did you hear that where uh, the real reason why I think the Rams are going to win? Did you, are you no, familiar with this? No, the Brian, jersey? I would love to. Oh, the jersey? Uh, the, that, the, that the Bengals chose to go with white, even though the team with a non-white jersey has won, I think, 17 of the last 20 Super Bowls. Really? Yeah. 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 Big mistake. You always go with your colors. Let, what, your, let your real colors shine through. What about, what fans wear the most jerseys to the game? Oh, it's got to be. Rams fans, because they they all got new jerseys to show off. But aren't you that like LA guy that wants to wear your old one? But the Bengals, I mean, isn't that all the Bengals wear to a game is jersey? Well, they're all douchey, so I'm I'm sure it'll be a pretty even percentage split. But if you're going by pure numbers, there's got to be more Rams fans at this game. I don't. Know, I saw something on the 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 news that showed like their pep rally or something, and it was barely anybody at their little pep rally. Is yeah. that just because there's so much stuff to do in LA? That- yeah, they're not they're not on vacation. They're at home. They're working their jobs. You know, the Cincy fans are there on vacation. They're making a whole trip out of it. Well, I was gonna make a joke about the Jersey thing, but I'm just gonna go. So, Brian, back to what I was saying on the head coaching. We gotta get out next. We gotta go to at least a baseball game, Brian, with jerseys. No, I'm saying just to talk to people because baseball also, like the Red Sox or the Yankees come in town if baseball is still, still a thing. Um, the head coaching hires, what do you think of Lovey Smith becoming the head coach of the Texans? I think it would have been Brian Flores' job, but f- I do agree with his lawyer. But for the fact that he spoke out, I think that Lovey Smith, if they were going to go with him, they would have just named him very quickly. He was already in-house. He's already there. Um I think that Flores definitely his lawsuit cost him that job, but it's a blessing. That team's going to be absolute trash for the foreseeable future. No, see, I thought Flores definitely was going to get that job, which I then thought there was no way Deshaun Watson was going to be out. Now, Lovey Smith, he, I don't feel like he has any loyalty to Deshaun Watson. He's probably going to co the company, toe the company line. So saying that, do you see Watson getting out? I I don't see any situation where Watson plays for Houston next season. I don't care who the head coach is. I think there is no way that he plays a down of football for them. Otherwise, why wouldn't you have played him this year? But you know what the biggest mindfuck would be? Is if the Texans traded Deshaun Watson to the Dolphins (laughs) for Tua. Well, that would only be if they hired Flores as the head coach. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Wouldn't that be the? Do you think you think if they did hire Flores for the coach and they did that, you think he'd quit instantly? I think he would not be long for that job. Now, too, I mean, so this new coach that they got from San, the offense coordinator, I don't even really know much about the San Francisco 49ers offense coordinator. Do you know much about him? I know he ran some innovative offense. I know that you know he found a way to run an offense with Jimmy G as his starting quarterback and win some games. I know that he re- recognized how dynamic of a talent Debo Samuel is and, and the need to get the ball in his hands as much as possible. Um, I also know that it doesn't matter who their running back is, that, that they can make any running back work. That's all I really know about their offense. And, and it features the tight end pretty well, if he has a superstar tight end. Uh, Galecki actually is pretty good. Gasecki? Whatever the hell his name is. 
He's, oh, I mean, he's no, he's good. Like he, he's, he he's has okay. hands. He's serviceable. There you go. He's, he's serviceable. Serv- he's not Kittle. No, but he's good enough. But with an average quarterback like Tua, I mean, so you well with see- an average quarterback like Tua, he actually should be putting up huge numbers because the 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 tight end position is a good check down and it's a safe you know route running you know. It, it's an easier route to hit. Well, you would typically. think that, but it doesn't seem that Tua likes to do that little check down right there. And maybe it was the play calling that Flores had in there, but it never seemed like they were doing the check downs with the tight ends. They were sending them a little deeper. It was almost like the tight ends were going a little deeper than the wide receivers. Well, because, yeah, the receivers were staying so short. Exactly. So it just seemed like it was totally opposite. Um, so, I mean, that just obviously still throws a thing. Uh, then Kyle Murray now taking all his stuff down. I mean, what's your opinion on that? I mean, people are now saying, oh, Kyle Murray could come to the Bucks. How? Trade for him, I guess. I, I'm just saying what, you know. You, re- you really think that they no, would No, do I don't that? think that at okay. all. I'm just saying what people said. I mean, but why did Kyle <laughs> Murray take all his stuff off uh, his social media? I don't know. Let's get him on the phone. All right. I mean, Gasecki was being used as a checkdown a lot. Seventy-three catches on the year. That was number two receiver on that Dolphins team. Well, I, I watched a lot of tight end. I mean, uh, tight end. I watched a lot of Dolphins game because my wife's a Dolphins fan. He, but he wasn't getting a lot. Like no, he had a lot of longer plays. He actually yeah. had more big plays than Waddle, which is yeah, kind of crazy. His average, his average, ten point seven. Yeah, yeah, which is higher than Waddle's. Which, which by the way. Shouldn't be a, uh, your tight end should not have a higher average than then your, your number, number one, one wide star wideout who yeah. has a lot of talent. Yeah, I know that's a that's problematic. And realistically, uh, I just pulled up his stats now. He had a 780 yards, almost a thousand yards, and was it 28 less targets? So fewer targets. Whatever. But well, so, Gronk averaged 13, and but Evans was still 14. So there you go. Yeah, but that offense is a little different than than what I mean. Look at Tom Brady had over 5,000 yards. Tua had 2,600 yards. Yeah. So, but I mean, like, where do you see a Kyle? Do you, I mean, do you think the the Cardinals are going to trade Kyle Murray? Why? I, I, because it looks like he's not happy in in, in tough Arizona. Shit, tough shit. You Tough. think he tries? You think he tries to jump on like with a Russell Wilson? First try of all, to get he's not going to do well with any other coach. He's got his head coach. He's going to succeed with. But he's not happy, Brian. So he needs to learn to be fucking happy. He doesn't. It, he has not earned the ability to force a trade in this league. Let's be real. Well, he I mean, hasn't earned shit. So he can go back and know, do what the first round number one pick does, and that's play out his rookie contract. Or you know what they could do, which I think what he would succeed is uh, Kyle Murray, Kyler Murray to uh, the Texans. He, you think he would succeed with absolutely no weapons? <laughs> oh no, him? I don't think. I, listen, if Kyler Murray all of a sudden wants to get traded, where I feel like the Cardinals have invested everything around Kyler Murray to make Kyler Murray better with wide receivers, the you know running backs, everything like that, I think that they've been trying to make that offense better. They put all their eggs in his basket, and for him to have a hissy fit, I guess for some reason, I it just doesn't make any sense to me. His little midget ass will fall in line. Whoa, 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 whoa! What? We don't, we don't. It's. Small. I'm sorry. His his short ass will fall in line and uh, and and play the part that he's supposed to play, which is become a better quarterback because you didn't carry your team down the stretch. 
Now, was it his fault, or is that because every now he's having a hissy fit and he's being kind of a pussy because everyone is blaming it almost on a Kyler Murray where he's kind of maybe thinking it's his team? 19 to 34 for 137 yards and two picks against the Rams. Maybe it's his play calling. 19 of 34. Nine, his QBR was eight. Four I'm sorry, yards what was it? Hold on, what was it? What was it? Eight. He had an eight QBR. That's pretty bad. His season QBR was 57.4. So this is good enough for seventh in the league. He had an eight against the Rams in the playoffs. He had an eight against Seattle when they could have won the division. Thirty. I'm sorry, he had a 38.6 against Seattle when he could have won the division. Some some people are saying that he could go back to baseball. He can go wherever, wherever he wants. He's not. I can tell you this right now. He's not playing a snap at quarterback for any team but Arizona next year. So on the on the quarterbacks that are kind of up for grabs, how would you rank them? Like you know, like the the, the rumors. About I mean, Deshaun being Watson's number one over like a Russell Wilson. Yeah, yeah, I think he even is. with all Deshaun Watson's problems and all his bullshit that he's going through. I think if you're talking about how do you rate him, like most likely to be traded, or or who would I want leading my team? Most likely, uh, most yeah. likely to be traded is Deshaun Watson. Who would I want leading my team? I would still want Deshaun Watson. <laughs> All right, so you're in the Deshaun Watson. Well, I like him, and the only reason I give the edge over him over Rodgers, who's really not even in the market, there's yeah. two spots, but um, is because he's younger. No, it's it just it's. Uh, I'm going to say Wilson, Murray, Watson, Cousins, Carr. Yeah, Cousins and Carr and uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, but I already know how I think you feel. I feel like you think of Jimmy G as like a Dr. Dan Diaco. So, what, what do you mean? I think Dr. Dan's all excited that Jimmy G could come to the Bucks, and I could see you saying, fuck no. Why is he want... excited about that? Because he doesn't know football? <laughs> I don't know. He just said he was excited that there was a possibility or that Jimmy G. Does he think G... he's hot? I mean, is he thinking they're going to become buddies? I mean, you know, they have that Italian kind of lineage together, and. Uh, Anna has they both said like that, big-breasted uh, porn stars. I'm I'm trying to figure out the connection here. I don't know. Anna said that Jimmy G kind of has a little, uh, you know, Dan Diaco look to him. So maybe that's why. Yeah, he looks, he's a much better-looking Dan Diaco. Yes. <laughs> oh, what a dick, Brian. I mean, it's the oh, truth. Carson wins too. Yeah. So you still are stuck with Watson? I'm not stuck with him. I think he's an exceptional talent, and he's healthy. He's had a year to stay fresh. Um, you know. I, I think absolutely Watson would be the number one target if I had the option, if I'm looking to to build a, a franchise-winning quarterback and system. Eat more coleslaw, said Jameis back to the Bucs. No way. There's no way that the Bucs can bring back Jameis. Now, with all these quarterbacks, where do you put Jameis in there? Do you think the Saints try to bring him back? I would put Jameis in the kind of the, the, the category of Wentz, and to a lesser extent, Bridgewater, oh, uh, and and those guys just only because Ouch. even even with the limited number of snaps he took this season, um, he didn't show too much. I mean, he showed that the quarterback whisperer could make him decent as a, as a, as a quarterback, and that that the Saints, who had an exceptional defense uh this year could win games with a quarterback not going out there and losing them games. You know what it is, right? It's that that the Winston Lovers are just sucking up that first game against the Packers. 
I mean, he had 14 touchdowns versus three picks on the season. His quarterback rating was 102.8. He was playing okay, but 190 yards a game in this NFL is not going to cut it. All he was doing was checking down the whole time. I watched games. 59% completion percentage in this NFL is not going to do it. Yeah, but you average two two touchdown passes a game. You're doing well in the NFL as a quarterback. Yeah, how about you throw to Kamara, and Kamara runs for 55 yards. I mean, it helps. It helps but a I lot. mean, that's a weapon on that team. That's a dynamic that he brings to the table. Listen, you or I could go out Look, there and say, Alvin Kamara will come up here right now and knock you the fuck out. He <laughs> yeah, don't get give on my elevator, okay, buddy? Alvin Kamara doesn't give a fuck, and he'll knock your ass out, Lummy. Does anything happen to him? I'm imagine he's going to miss uh, a game or two. You think just one or two? I mean, you heard that story, right? I don't know the full story. I know he was arrested for assaulting somebody at a nightclub no, in Vegas. So I guess after the game, reports came out now that uh, him and his boys were in an elevator, and there was a guy that wanted to get into the elevator to go upstairs, and Kamara put his hand and pushed him out of the elevator. And did he fall backwards and hit his head? No, so I guess the they guy... said what they can't time out. They said the original report I heard said that the guy was in the hospital. He was. Uh, so so Kamara pushed him, put his hands on him, so the guy like kind of pushed him back, and then like him and I think it was like four guys just beat the living crap out of the guy. Mm. That's not a good look. I guess they like they, they like pummeled him pretty bad. Yeah. Was yeah. Kamara one of the ones pummeling? Yes. Mm. I haven't seen the video, have you? Uh no, I have not seen the video. I'm just going off of what I guess the reports are. So yeah, that's not good. But a lot of people said that it's probably just gonna get kind of swept under no, the No, he'll he'll get a two or three game suspension out of it. Obviously and he'll probably plead s- no contest and, and settle with the guy. Yeah. A lot of how much you think that will cost uh, Kamara? A cool mill. That's it. Yeah. That the the, the, the what well, the guy has like a brain well, injury. Well, I mean, obviously, if he's you know never going to be able to walk or talk again, <laughs> it's going to cost him a lot more. But guys, if I if if you just saw that right now, how much would you want to go after Kamara from? Let's say the guy has uh you know uh, he was in the hospital for four weeks and he has like a I mean, brain if he's injury. like intensive care and has you know significant brain injury, then we're looking for multi millions. But if it's you know something that if it's something that's pretty, you know, he's he was banged up and battered and bruised, but he's going to be okay. A million is a really nice amount of money um, to get for something like that. So it would really just depend on how bad his injuries are. So the, the quicker now, if he's not that badly injured, the quicker you settle it, the better the better the result will be, because he Kamara wants to put this away. He doesn't want the criminal case to be resolved, and then all of a sudden the lawsuit comes after. It's much better for him if he's got the lawsuit settled the, the from a PR perspective, from an NFL penalty perspective, have the civil portion of it settled and then settle out, you know, plea out whatever you're going to do on the criminal side and then be done with it. You don't want this to come up into and, and, and carry over into the season. So the value of settling it is much higher early for the plaintiff, especially if his injuries are not that significant. Well, I guess we'll have to wait and see. What do you think, sticking with the NFC South, that little... When are we going to do our recap from the audio from last from our that, preseason that's what we picks? Do. That's what we do right before the show. No, let's do it right now. Come on. So what do you think of the Tom Brady uh, audio? I don't think about any... I don't care about any of this stuff. I want to go through our preseason p- predictions. We did that on the previously, don't no, you? No, we did, did you not. Hear it? We did our Super Bowl only. We made a ton of predictions. Divisions... 
teams. There was a ton of predictions, not just who was going to win the Super Bowl. You didn't cut up the audio, did you? Well, the, um, You didn't cut up the audio. Just admit that you were lazy. I've asked this for, from you for four weeks now. The audio was, uh, it got eight. So what I, I was cutting the See, it, it, we were on tapes. Uh, we, were, uh, we were cutting them. And when we cut them, they cut a little short. So no, They cut off like the last seven minutes of the show. I saw that. I saw that it was like you had an hour and 13 to cut up there. So just admit I, you didn't do it. I've been working on it. You hardcore. haven't. You haven't. Play so, me one audio clip. All right. Uh, you want me to play one audio clip? I want to hear one non-Super Bowl prediction audio clip. Yes. Oh, hold on. Let's take this call while I pull it up real quick. 519. You're just going to play audio and then cut it off. 519. You're so full of <laughs> you. you guys, how you guys doing today? I'm hey, pretty good. pissed at Lummy, quite honestly. No, we're good. Because he's been it. lying to me for a month. No, I got yes. it. No, you're a liar. Let's you're go. a liar. 519. We had a big time okay. phone call You're here. a liar. Okay, I have a question You're on with Babyface and guys- Liar Face. Oh, whatever. <laughs> what do you guys think of them changing the rules or potentially changing the rules for real quarterback interceptions? You know, if you pick, if you throw it to uh, the opposite team or the defense, it's an interception. But if the ball gets uh, deflected or it gets um, hands or whatever, it shouldn't be considered a quarterback interception. I think the only time it shouldn't be, and, and this is, I guess, impactful from a fantasy football perspective only, otherwise it really doesn't matter, is when it hits the receiver dead in the hands. Dead in the hands. And it ends up, you know, it'd be like judging an error in baseball. Uh, it hits the receiver dead in the hands and then gets picked off. If it's tipped, that's on the quarterback. Sorry, but it, you know, you've got to throw a ball that's not going to get tipped by a defender before it gets to your receiver. If it's tipped by okay. another player on your team and gets picked off, that wasn't the intended receiver. Again, that's on the quarterback. You got to call and run plays that aren't, you know, it, it, so from that standpoint, I, I would, uh, I would say only if it hits your receiver dead in the hands and it absolutely should have been a catch and it wasn't. Okay. Lummy? Oh, no, I agree with everything you said. Are you listening you to audio up there and just figuring out your next no, lie? No, I agree with everything you said. I appreciate a 519. You know what I don't appreciate? Being lied to Next by my co-host. I don't I appreciate For four weeks now, you told me I'm working on it. I'm I working am, on it. I was it. working you on it. You weren't. You yes. weren't, though. You weren't working on cutting up any audio. I was working on it. I was working on some other stuff that we've talked about. No, you were hoping. This is, this is Lummy. I know don't, you would Don't never bullshit forget. me, buddy. I'm not bullshitting you. Okay. You were hoping to punt it down because I told you I have a hard out at 1.30 today. You were hoping to get it punted all the way down to the end of the show so you could say, we don't have time, and then, oh, we'll do it nope. next week. That's what you were hoping no, for. Brian, Just admit it. On. I'm not. I'm, so I'm, where's the audio? You are hoping to get I can't play it because of all the No, you were trying to play it. You're full of shit. Brian, I'm telling you. Just take the L, buddy. I'd be a whole lot less mad at you if you just own your lie and your mistake. I'm not, Brian. You didn't edit the audio. I didn't edit. It's not complete yet. It's not. No, it's not even partially. It's not started yet. Yes, it is. It's on my computer. I haven't been able to get... Every single thing, because if you remember, our shows were back on Twitch and getting the different audios that I need. That it was also on Bar. Yes, but it, that doesn't record but on Bar. De- bar uh, doesn't uh, record ever. Huh? No, I we would have to physically go back there, hit the record button on the other computer, and you always get it on Twitch. And Brian, Twitch shows on video take a lot of uh, room, and I do other stuff. That my my laptop doesn't have that much hard drive space, so I have to do show by show. 
Yeah, show by show. And that's what I'm working on. Yeah, but it was we one did different it was shows. One, no, but it was one main show where we gave the vast majority of our predictions. That's the one I got to get because I thought it. No, hold on. I thought it was the nine six one with Tyler. Because how many shows did we do with Tyler? I think he was only on one or two. I know. Hold on. It that's, didn't last long. Hold on. That's the one I was working on because I thought that our prediction was the one with Tyler because I couldn't find our prediction. So. Did we do a show before Tyler? Lummy, I don't know. No, but I know I, you're, you've had, you're the you've one had with four weeks, four weeks to do this, and you told me you were doing it the whole I time. Was, I was working yeah, on so it. Yeah, so diligently. I was working I on know, it. I know, to the bone. I was. Sweating every night. I was. Jesus Christ, man. Do you know how much other stuff I'm editing down there, Brian? Keeping you. If you had told me, Brian, I'm not going to have time to do it. I did. I don't, no, time out. If you, had, if you had been on and said, Brian, I've got too much to edit. I've got too many other jobs. The show that we do is not as important as oh, the other things go. I have going on. I will not be able to get to it by the Super Bowl show. It's going to be a few more weeks. Then I wouldn't have no. been upset with you. Brian? It's the fact that for four weeks now I said, hey, Lummy, I want to have that for the Super Bowl show. Hey, Lummy, because the Super Bowl, you can only talk about so much. We have an hour and a half show to do here. There's no other games. I know. So Brian. why didn't I do it myself? Because I don't. Edit the audio. It's not called the Brian Sports Show with Lummy. On, it's called the Lummy about? Sports Show. Somebody on, on YouTube is like, no, why don't read you that. do it? Listen, Brian, hold on. Listen to me. Seriously. I downloaded that one, and I planned on You downloaded one show no, no, over no, four no, weeks no, and Brian, finally listened to it you're today? Being a, you're being a lawyer. No, Brian, because I said I had the other ones that I listened to. See, Brian, we don't take show notes and different things, so I have to, re, I have to go and skim through all the shows, and we do picks and things like that. When I went through the different shows that I was finding, I found our Super Bowl pick one. I found some other ones. I didn't find where we broke down every division. We made a and lot of predictions. There were there was plenty of predictions from the from the two weeks before the season started that I think we were doing the show. Exactly, that you and could I, have easily cut up twenty clips to have the audio I to show. That's what I thought that nine six one was, and it wasn't the nine six one. Because it's fine, we'll move on. It's it's fine. It's fine. You've been telling me you've been working on it for four years. I have. Weeks. I've been it's working fine. on the other ones. You've been working on working on it. I get it. I've been working. I get on the it. Other you've ones. been working on getting to the point that you can work on it. I understand now what that means. It's okay. No, I've been getting to the point of having to listen to the uh, old shows that you I told had. me today that you had it ready to go. <laughs> and <laughs> so you lied to me at least about that. Well, what did I tell you that? You're a filthy liar. You don't, listen, out, don't out, read Donkey Teeth's thing. No. Him and you were on Team Donkey Teeth, okay? Donkey Teeth and I, great minds think alike. Yeah, of course. This is The bottom line is this, Lummy. When I walked into the studio today, I said, do you have the audio cut up? You said, yeah, but not our Super Bowl predictions yep. because the show cut off. Yeah. It cut off, Brian. You know, it was a weird thing. It cut off. And I said, okay, I remember our Super Bowl predictions, yep. I think, and we went over that. And But you assured me that you had other audio clips I for did, us but, to but, play. Brian, I have to then upload it to the next gen. The next gen you, upload on okay, here. Okay, time out. You didn't previously. say to me when I walked in, I have, I have them, but we, we won't get them to them today. Okay, you said I've got. uh, uh, It's fine. It's fine. Brian, it's It's fine. Let me. It's we had plenty of time to talk again with the lies. No, I'm not. I'm saying I didn't have plenty of time to do it, Brian. You don't understand what I do when I like get done here and have to upload it. And there's different things that I'm doing. Look, buddy, 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 buddy. It's okay. Just take the L. Take the L. 
Right, and just say, I, I lied to you, Brian. I'm sorry. I'm not going to say I lied to you because I was working Your on voice it. went high. <laughs> you yeah, because. You're clearly lying. You're smiling and laughing up there because you know God. you're lying. No, the, the video is like out of minutes. Old. I know, and I can still see it, the, the look on your face. No, I didn't lie time. to you, Brian, but I will take the L on this. Okay. You did lie. As far as you say. The L, the L that you're taking is for filthy liar. No, I'm not it's taking an that. It's an L for Lummy. Jesus Christ, man. Blitz asked me if I can imagine dealing with this every day. No, Blitz, I couldn't. Because the fucking blatant truth. I mean, when faced with insurmountable uh. facts, he continues to double and triple and quadruple down on what no, is Brian, you're obviously... calling my character out, and I'm getting a little fucking pissed off right now, Brian. Because you don't fucking know the shit that I have to stop doing for my own personal stuff for the sports nope. show to do other stuff for never, other people. Never said that Brian, you had other do you want to fucking go? Because I'm getting really like, pissed off. Call my character out. Never. Because I didn't lie to you, Brian. I was working on the fucking thing. And the audio that I need, I would have to request from other people. But I'm working on you, fucking audio from I other people. I don't mind. If you and this had, is not turning into a sports show. Now you're just calling my character out by sitting here I, telling all, all fucking time that it's I'm a fucking liar, Brian. I said and you I'm lied fight, to no, me. I didn't you, lie to so you, Brian. You I was working liar, on it. But and then people lying. coming in like a blitz and saying that shit. Okay. It's, no, because it's bullshit, Brian. I was working on it. I'm mm-hmm. sorry I'm not a big time lawyer and everything like that. But I am working That's on other nothing. shit. To Brian. do talk about yes, something that's completely no, Brian. unrelated. No, Brian, because I have to sit and listen to a fucking show that we don't have notes on. So I don't know the time spot where we do it. So when I go back and I listen to a show that I thought we actually did the predictions and I didn't see it, I find the different things and I'm putting them together. I don't want it to be like, oh, here you go, Brian. But to stop when I'm editing, listening to that hour and 13 minutes. Thinking I, I that when with the one with Tyler, the only one on there, and I can cut it up real quick and put the and put our uh, division. And you know what, Brian, I, I didn't get to it. Uh, okay, that's, that's all I wanted to hear. I didn't, I didn't get to get it today. To it. Four no, no. weeks. Four no, weeks. I said I didn't get to four it today. I didn't get weeks. to it today where I could go to Blitz and say, Hey, Blitz, can you pull? Can you pull an earlier show four than the nine six weeks? This no. wasn't a surprise this week. It's fine, Lummy. It's fine. I'm, I, I apologize for calling out your character. But you were untruthful with me on the no, questions. No, I wasn't. That I, I was asked. working on it when I walked in the studio today. I said I had I had audio it's clips. Fi- I never fine, said I was going to play it, Brian. Yes, I said that. That was what the first thing I said is. No. Do you have the audio yeah, ready I for have, us to I, play no. on the show and today? And I said, Brian, with our predictions, have, and you said yes. But no. the show got cut off. I don't have the Super Bowl ones. No, and I said I, I said, don't care about the Super Bowl ones, dude. It's fine. No, man. but Brian, it's I fine. said I said I don't have. I I said I have audio pulled. I don't have the audio of the Super Bowl one. So I never said, I'm ready to play it. I never said I was ready to play I it. I asked. My question was when I walked in, do you have the audio ready to go for today's show? And you said, yes, but I don't have our Super Bowl predictions because it got cut off. Because so I didn't even upload it because it's a Super Bowl show. And I figured, I said, we'll go through prop bets and we'll go through all the different stuff. So... Lummy. But it's like what they said, Brian. You know, Brian. Whatever, man. I don't freak out. Look, I, don't get you, caught. I didn't get caught. I just bear submitted. In the corner or big big dog. No, in that's the corner, not true, Brian. And see, out. once again, this is calling on my character because it's like, okay, whatever. No, it's making an observation, a factual observation based upon what happened. Okay, I asked you a pointed question. Do we have the audio ready with our predictions? And you said, I got most of it, but I wasn't able to get the, the Super Bowl picks because the show got cut off, and you blamed it on the show getting cut it off. And that's fine. And line. I believe you on that. Okay, but but what was what you just shared is not what happened and not how it transpired. And so my frustration is not with the fact that we don't have the clips to play. My frustration is the fact that I was told we had the clips to play and we don't have them to play. 
That's what I'm frustrated about. And and to act like this was something that was sprung on you this I week. Never this is something we've been wrong. talking about for weeks. For weeks. I've got the texts where I said, hey, I think it'd be a good idea for us yeah, to do and that. And I agreed with you. Yeah. And I never said like I never said that it was sprung on me. Not one time did I say it was sprung on me. That's fine. No, but I never said that. You're just like, oh, you're, I'm you're acting like you're it. just talking about the reason why you couldn't have it done. You know, today is oh, when I pulled the show. No, yeah, well, because when did you pull the show? Well, I pulled, when did you pull the show? It's a very simple question. The nine eight one. When did you pull the only show that you listened to to get the audio and I, found no, out that it may have been the wrong no, one? Ryan, I listened to other shows. I when did to you one. pull the show that you listened to? The show. Okay, I'm done with this. Let's move on. I'm done with it because you're only going to get me more mad at this point because you're going to continue to quadruple no, and quintuple I... down. It's fine, Lummy. We're going to move on. You couldn't answer a pointed direct yes, question. I did. The show. No. Uh, no, no, I no. no, no, no. I was trying to because of the way you asked Lummy, it. are you seeing other women? I see lots of other women. No, Brian. I see them when I'm walking on the street. I see them at the grocery store. Look, it's fine. We know what we were talking about. We'll move on. How about them Olympics and how much the U.S. is sucking ass? I'm going to say this, Brian. The question you were asked was loaded in saying the one show you pulled. I pulled other shows. I said, I said the one on. show you listened to. Today is what I just said. The, okay, so that so four weeks and you finally listened to the show today. No, I listened to other okay, audio okay. clips. Well, they, they were not the right ones. Right. Okay. All right, buddy. Okay. We're good. I don't think we are, because obviously you're not too happy there. And I <laughs> did. Good. I have listened to other audio clips. I'm sure you have lots, and I'm, I know you have a lot of responsibilities around here. I'm not, not saying I'm that. I'm not mad that it wasn't done. I'm mad that I was misinformed as to what was done and misled as to what had been done. That's what I'm upset about. You got to trust your quarterback. You got to trust your wideout. And uh, and and today was a a, a moment, Lummy a moment we'll get past it it's okay it's gonna be okay mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you are sling correct. blade up there mm-hmm. yes yeah, sling blade <laughs> yes sling, mm-hmm. blade. sling blades in jail <sighs> or that's the blade runner <laughs> that's the blade runner. oster pistorius yes you are correct so the the winter olympic sucks <laughs> Although Nathan Chen put together one hell of a short skate for the men's uh, figure skating. Congratulations to him and congratulations for Lindsay Jacob Bellis winning the snowboard snowboard cross after falling, I believe, in Pyeongchang, Pyongyang in in Korea. Um, She takes home the first U.S. gold. Thank you to the women of the United States for carrying our backs on this. I think the men have won two medals. The women have won five. Um, good, Good on you, ladies. What do you think about uh, the way the Chinese, uh, the Chinese government, and all the Olympic Chinese stuff are handling all the the different controversies that people are coming out with now? I mean, it's terrible, and and China is a terrible country, and anybody. I'm shocked that there are U.S. athletes that have competed under the Chinese flag, even though they were born in America and raised in America, like uh, Gu, uh, Eileen Gu. Um, Didn't she change her name? She, yeah, her. She went. She was a born Eileen Gu, and she goes like Eileen Eileen Gu or whatever her name is. Um, she apparently gave up her U.S. passport in order to compete for China after being born and raised in America. Her mom's Chinese. I don't get it. 
Um, she says she's, quote, trying to unify people. I think she was paid an ass load of money by the Chinese government to do so. Uh, but whatever. Good for her. So what happened now that she's uh, She is hot. Twice? Have you seen her? No. She's like a model. She's like 18, 19 years old. No, Goo hasn't fallen. Goo won, no, I was talking about Goo. I was Goo won the, the gold in, uh, in women's big air. And she did throw down some great tricks. But that's a U.S. gold medal taken away right there. Yeah, because right now the gold, uh, U.S. only has one gold. Yeah, and we don't kill it in the Winter Olympics. We're usually fourth or fifth overall in total medal count and gold count, but uh, we're definitely underachieving. The girl who fell, uh, you're talking about Michaela Shifflin, um, I believe her name is, and she fell in the Super G and the Slalom. Uh, very disappointing for her. Um, very disappointing. She fell 11 seconds out in the first race, five seconds out in the second race, and her coach even got to set the poles in the second race. Like that's apparently a thing in skiing where they do a random draw and one coach gets to set where the poles go and set it up exactly the way she wanted it. And she still fucked up. Sucks for her. There's normal countries that normally win this as what, like the Sweden, Sweden, Netherlands, Norway, stuff like that. Yeah. Well, the they win because they win all those Nordic, uh, you know, like the cross country skiing, which big ups to, uh, I forget her, Jessica Dingus, uh, from the U S I don't remember her last name, D- Duggins or Diggins, won the first ever medal in uh, in cross-country skiing for, for a U.S. woman. Uh, she got the bronze, so good on her. That's a good story. But we don't win anything in those. It's always like Norway, Germany, uh, Finland, Sweden, th- those countries, those Nordic nations. Who do you think takes the hockey? I mean, the U.S. would have had a shot if we got to send our hockey players, but I think Russia has a really good chance uh, given – given the fact that uh, that we can't send our pros. Yeah. You know, our high-level pros don't get to go. Same with same with Canada. So you've got to give, you know, Sweden um, Sweden and, and Finland and Russia have got to be, you know, looking, liking their chances. Is there one uh, Winter Olympic sport that you just love to watch? I love the luge, the skeleton, the bobsleds. I love those. Th- those are so much fun to watch because they're different, right? Yeah, the I, I mean, I I like the luge and the bobsled. Skeleton is nuts. What's the skeleton? That's the head first luge where they're oh. lying on their belly. Now the the other luge is crazy because they can bar- like they can barely look and see over their toes. Uh, I guess that's what it feels like to be you, Lummy. But um, <laughs> dick. <laughs> I actually do like that uh, men's skeleton. That thing looks crazy though. It's nuts. I mean, it's nuts. They just run and, and jump on it like it's a surfboard and uh, and ride it all the way down. But, um, yeah, Sean White's done after this Olympics. We'll see if he can medal. Uh, five, five Olympics, man. That's a long run. 20 years. He's like a Michael Phelps. Yeah. He's the Michael Phelps of Winter, Winter Olympics. Yeah. The rugged carrot top of snowboarding. Yeah, man, he's been around forever. What's that? Twenty? Is that twenty years? Twenty. Sean Probably. White's been around more than twenty years, but uh, he's been snowboarding for twenty. He started out as a skateboarder as like a kid when he burst on the scene. He was like seven or eight years old. Oh, is that how he started? Was a skateboarder? Yeah, I did not know that. Yeah, he he crossed over to uh, snowboarding. Hmm. I'm fairly certain on that. No, ninety five percent. No, we'll probably take your word for it. You seem like you're up on the X Games. I'm honest about what I know. Exactly. <laughs> That's how it goes, Brian. Look, Lummy, I'm not we'll, we'll, again. We'll end it. I we'll love end you. It on that I love you, note. but I'm just. I, I'm not mad at you. I'm just disappointed. Uh, we'll end it on that note, Brian. Are it, you uh, good for next week, Brian? 
I'm more than happy to do a show next week. I would like, uh, would love to have the audio of our preseason predictions, not just the finish. You know, we talked about individual teams. We talked about how quarterbacks, I think there's a lot of good material and a lot of little nuggets and clips in those, them, their Hills. Mm -hmm. And, uh, if I had the ability to edit the audio at all, uh, or have access to it, I, I, you know, I, I would be more than happy to help you with it. Don't, I don't. worry, Brian. I will have it all taken care of but, for you. And but what I'm saying to you is, even if it's not next week, even if it's the week after, I'm fine with that. Just let me know. I will let you know, Brian. I will have that ready for you. But we're good for next week. Yes, sir. Of course. Again, I'm not mad at you. I'm just uh, disappointed. I understand. <laughs> Thank you, Brian. I'm glad you just uh, you let me know that. All right, buddy. Remember, everyone, Bubba's live tomorrow, twitch.tv forward slash the Bubba Army. Brian's got Rams 31-27. I got Bengals 34-28. We appreciate everybody that's tuned in today. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Lum Lum. Have a good weekend, and we will see you next week. But we will see you on the Bubba Lustman Show again tomorrow, twitch.tv forward slash the Bubba Army. Thanks.